0: Hello, and welcome to On a Mission podcast, where we aim to inspire and educate through sharing stories and experiences in the real estate industry. It's hosted by Dina Frank, a licensed realtor in the state of Minnesota at REMAX Results, a good life group, and Kelly Tankey, loan originator NMLS 1599804 at Summit Mortgage Corporation NMLS 1041. We started this podcast so we could share real stories from real people on their experiences in the real estate industry and break down barriers. We hope that by sharing these stories and experiences, it helps you feel more confident and comfortable when it comes to buying or selling. If you find this information helpful, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to podcasts. And as always, enjoy. And now let's get to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome
1: back to another episode of On a Mission podcast. I'm Dina Frank.
2: And I'm Kelly Tinky. Woo-hoo.
1: Woohoo. And today we are putting out another episode featuring local restaurants that were written in by you all, our listeners, and suggested. Um, and I'm excited because I am on the hook for this one. So, <laughs> should, we, should we jump right into it, Kelly?
2: Yes, I'm really excited to hear, you know, what, what you've dug up about this particular restaurant. So take it away.
1: All right. So the restaurant we're featuring today is, it's got an interesting story. It hasn't been around that long, but what they've done for the food scene in the Minneapolis area has been nothing short of astonishing. Like,
2: they Mm -hmm. have really
1: kicked up the auntie for minneapolis i think and so i'm just really excited and so the restaurant we're talking about today is the travail collective and i just want to first start out kelly have you eaten there before at any restaurant
2: i haven't but i have been to demi which you you have had the opportunity to go there too and i know that there are quite a bit of similarities between travail and, um, Demi. So, yes. so very, yes. So I would say these three guys
1: that started travail and Gavin Kaysen mm-hmm. who owns Demi are the, definitely the chefs in Minnes in Minneapolis and Minnesota that are pushing the food scene forward. So mm-hmm. I'll talk a little bit of the history about travail and then kind of what your options are to dine with them. Um, Cause they have done something similar to uh, St. Paul grill, but we'll just dig into it. So there are three owners from the travail travail collective, and they are James Beard semi award finalists. Um, it's James Winberg, Bob Gerken, and Mike Brown. And they actually have, three different restaurants and a brewery so you have travail kitchen and amusements you have minnesota barbecue co and pig ate my pizza which also has a brewery now inside of it so um if you haven't been to to travail before um they started out in robbinsdale so a suburb of minneapolis which you know i think when most people think of like the food scenes in cities like you're looking at downtown right like similar to like St. Paul Grill, like you're looking for something that's walkable to, you know, event centers or just in a hotel, something like that. But Mm -hmm. Travail was very strategic in kind of pushing, pushing outside of that boundary and really making it a destination in and of itself. Like, I don't think most people would think of Robbinsdale as like, A really awesome food scene but what travail (laughs) has done is made it an awesome food scene and i don't know you know we drove through robbinsdale downtown what was it like two or three weeks ago and you can just tell like they've brought a lot of business to the city itself like they've kind of reinvented the downtown area there's you know, there's bakeries, there's little shops, there's just a lot of stuff to see and do. And it's actually super convenient to Minneapolis. Um, You've got, what's the highway? I think it's 55 that runs through there. So you've got kind of a straight shot in. um, And it's just super cute. So how Travail started. So they were new on the scene in 2012. And what they kind of did differently is they they started their restaurant and then they wanted to expand. And so they actually did a Kickstarter campaign to kind of build hmm. out and expand into another location. So their first location was fairly small. Um, and then they expanded to across the street, which is now where Pig it My Pizza is. So if you've okay. been to the area, you can kind of see that. Um, And then once they outgrew that space, they had to open a new space, which they did themselves. But now it's kind of this standalone, just really cool space. And I'll be totally honest, I have not been to the new location yet. I actually, when I was doing this research, I actually booked our reservation. Our <laughs> anniversary say, is coming did up. Book. Oh, nice! Our anniversary is coming up, and I was like, you know. This would actually be such a fun experience because similar to Demi, like it is an experience.
2: So yeah,
1: it is not cheap. Um, you do have to have a reservation. So the way they do it is they release reservations for like the upcoming two months on a day. And then it's just as they get booked for out, like sure. so you may not be able to get in, you know, so I think they have reservations open now for August and September. And so like October's will come up in September. So you can't have to time it right. Their website is super user-friendly and informational. Um, Okay. So, you know, if anybody is interested in going, um, you can just head to their website. It's just trailpitchen.com. Yeah.
2: I am for sure. So, yeah. So,
1: um What's really cool. So they have, they have the main or they have like the traditional restaurant, the travail du jour, which that is what like Demi is like, where it's an eight or nine course prefix. Everything is paired. Everything is, you know, I would say like higher end fancier, you're going to yeah. eat things probably you wouldn't usually eat. Um, and that's kind of the experience part of it. So that's, they have, that restaurant then huh? they have what they just <clears throat> opened um I believe they opened it in May or June and that's the basement bar so they actually have a bar in the basement of their building that is I don't it's not like a speakeasy per se but it's kind of that like dark like what's in there you don't really know and what they do there <laughs> is they do themes every month with a cocktail flight so right now let me look it up here
2: it's really cool because out. they like I'm on the site right now and just poking at the basement bar um yep. section and it looks like that you could have the opportunity to do flights as well like a world so, cocktail tour yeah with so world of whiskey that's so cool
1: yeah so they have So they have their cocktail themes and then you can add like additional flights. So my, my recommendation here would be if you're going to basement bar, either somebody be sober or get an Uber (laughs) lift, honestly, like, or a cab or like have somebody come pick you up because I don't think these are, I think they're smaller drinks, but there's a lot. Yeah. and um, for so those the,
2: of you who do not drink, they do have a spirit-free vacation themed they do. Like, flight. So <laughs> they do. So You can join in on the experience of the flight um, with five alcohol-free drinks.
1: Yes. Oh, cool. So right
2: now their theme
1: is on vacation. So all of the flights are going to be vacation themed. So they have a beach day flight. They have a Kokomo flight. They have a Hawaiian flight. Oh, cool. Night. They have, you know, they have a lot of like fun flair to them, and then they mm-hmm. do also have in the basement bar. They do have some food that you can order as well. Um,
2: yeah, so Little, you know, like, maybe, small
1: eats. Yeah, so like maybe you're not an adventurous eater, but you're an adventurous drinker. Like they have something for everybody, yeah. and then the other the other two restaurants they have, which. I had not heard of Minnesota Barbecue Co. before. I didn't realize that was like hmm. a thing. So I'll have to look into that. But the other great place that they own is Pigget My Pizza. It's a funny name. Yeah, but their pizza is delicious. I have been there. Uh, it's a really cool space, and like I said, I think it's a great way to introduce yourself to. To the food they serve. Like it's unique, it's different, it's fun. Yeah. Like their toppings aren't just like traditional. Like you can get traditional toppings, but they have one with egg on it, like, you know, like a fried, mm. not even a fried egg,
2: but it's like baked into the pizza. Um,
1: oh my gosh.
2: Can I just yeah. say something real quick? Yeah. I have had a pizza that has had an egg on it and actually the restaurant that we will be highlighting next week they have this particular pizza at their place. Oh, perfect! So I know, I know. I am one of those people that can get. I'll get a little adventurous with my. I, I shouldn't say a little. Like I will try new foods. I love trying new foods. Yeah, um, I'm not. I'm. I'm not afraid, and I will definitely not shy away from it. So I love the concept of Pig ate my pizza, and I've heard wonderful things about it, and. Literally my mouth is bothering right now. Cause I have not had breakfast yet. Just coffee, <laughs> just coffee. I'm like all riled up on coffee. and so super good. excited to get to travail at some point and piggy ate my pizza. <laughs> yeah. So
1: they have, yeah. Like I'm, I'm a pretty traditional pizza eater, but I do feel like when places do have something unique and different, like I'll try a piece or like, I think it's a yeah. good opportunity to branch out because you know, you know, the ingredients are going to be good. So
2: yeah, it'll be good. Wait a second. Is Zach more of the like adventurous type? No, No. I was going to say he doesn't strike me as the type of person that would be like super adventurous, but I love that you guys are going and trying out some of these new places that would kind of force you to get outside your comfort zone.
1: And I think that's what it is. Like, I think when you go and the menu's already picked out and you don't have to like think, is this going to taste good together? Like, because that is what the chef is bringing to you, right? Like they're the ones that are putting these flavor combinations together. And I think that is what I love about restaurants like this, where it's like, okay, you know, sometimes you read the menu and it's like, oh, I don't like that one ingredient or like, oh, those Mm -hmm. flavors don't seem to go well together. And so you order the same thing over and over. Like, I love restaurants like this, where it's like, I'm not even going to worry about what it is because whatever it is, I know it will taste good. Like they're getting the best ingredients. They're the best chefs and it'll just be, and you know, so you're not thinking about what am I going to order? What is it going to be like? Like you're literally there just to enjoy yourself. Like, Yeah. And I love those experiences. Um, The other thing I do want to highlight is something that they have kind of done through COVID because obviously like that's one of the reasons why we want to highlight these restaurants is they actually did. So number one, they have memberships that a membership that you can join and that allows you early access into the reservations. And then I think it just gives you like, it might have a discount. I'm not sure they're, they're currently closed for 2021. So you can get on a list for when they open for 2022. Um, but it's just an additional way to support them. I know they have, they do, um, they're like parking lot events. I think that's part of the membership where I think it's one night a month. They open up their parking lot and they'll bring in like a special food thing. Um, cool. I know. So my team leaders, uh, Will and Sarah, they're very big supporters of Travail. They have the membership. Um, they go almost every month, like, like one month. Shout, they had it shout out like our, to
2: Will and Sarah. I love yeah. it.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. Like one month they had like a crawfish boil. So like, it's kind of all mm. themed like based on like when food events are happening or whatever. So that's something to keep in mind. If you want to be like a, you know, a supporter of this restaurant, like let's say you go and you love it, which is probably what will happen to me. And then I'll probably get a membership because, you
2: know, <laughs> why not? Um,
1: but <laughs> I love it. <laughs> what they also have is they have, um, and I think this is part of the membership too. And that's why I wanted to mention it first is throughout COVID, they did like take home kits. So, like, you would cook with the chefs. And so, you go to travail, you pick up the kit, you bring it home, and then you cook it all together, like via zoom. And wow. I just think that's a really inventive and great way to, to bring the restaurant experience home. Right. And for these restaurants to kind of pivot and figure out, okay, what is a new way that we can bring our food to the people who love it? And so, Mm -hmm. um, Again, I know Will and Sarah have have done those. I think it's quarterly. So I think throughout the year, and I don't know if it's like exactly every three months. I think it might sometimes be like, you know, month to month, back to back, but then it'll be like five months and then um, they are doing that. So I just think that's really cool. Yeah, that's and I just, I love the inventiveness of these guys. And I'm just so glad that they made Robbinsdale you know, their home and they've just really succeeded. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, you know, they're only, they're only nine years old. Like they've only been around since 2012 and in restaurant years, like that's not very long. Like yeah. but to see what they've done in that time is just truly remarkable. And like I said, like, I just think, you know, being Having a food scene like that is really helping Minneapolis in general, and so if you're you know if you're listening to this and you don 't live in minneapolis, like come and see what we've got going on because yes it is, it is it's a good time so i'm I'm happy that they're in the in the food community and we get to experience it
2: very very innovative and um, I love. I, I was totally not expecting, I wasn't expecting that, that there is not only travail, but Pig ate my pizza and then the concept of what's happening in the quote unquote basement as well. It's fascinating yeah. to me and it, it's definitely striking a chord in me to have that experience. I had such a blast when I was at Demi and to, to have another, I mean, Demi is, for those of you who have not been to Demi or had the opportunity, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. It's also fairly, you know, costly as well, yep. definitely worth the cost. Um, but, you know, I, I would like to try a place like Travail too, just to see and have that different, ex, you know, different, but kind of same experience as well. And yeah, um, my goodness. Yeah. Goodness
1: it, Yeah. And it, I think it is different. Like, so the travails is on the rooftop. So you're going to have like a rooftop experience versus nice, you know, a small restaurant and yeah, we'll see what it's like, but I know we loved Demi when we went and yeah, like I said, at the beginning, like I think Gavin Kaysen is another chef that's really pushing food forward in Minnesota. And, mm-hmm. and if you don't want to like, so Demi's, fairly hard to get into that was actually one of my friends when we went it was you know unfortunately slash fortunately that was one of the things with covid is it made some of these restaurants easier to get into because fewer people were going and so we went we went when they like started opening back up so we went last october and Mm -hmm. had an incredible experience but similar to travail and i don't mean to like you know take over the episode with demi and stuff but like he also has spoon and stable. So from a, like, if you're looking for a more accessible restaurant um, spoon and stable is right down the street. And I know, um, you know, that's another great option. So I'm happy to happy to talk about all the, all the restaurants in Minneapolis. Um, And that is more of your traditional, you know, downtown. Well, it's in the North loop, so not like downtown downtown, but definitely walkable to a lot of stuff. So
2: yeah. Agreed. Cool. Well, that was, that was really great and love all of the research that you did for it too, Dina. Nice work. This has been, a, been really fun and we're excited to share um, for the next couple of weeks the other um, restaurants that we've selected to spotlight and highlight um, around the Twin Cities area. So stay tuned for the next couple of episodes coming up. We're excited to share it all with you. Thanks for listening to On a Mission, where our goal is to educate and inspire. If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to us to help spread the message. It takes 30 seconds to rate and review, then share this episode with your friends. Let's spread the love. Until the next episode, cheers to your mission. Bye!